on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning and welcome to Mining HQ. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up on today's edition, Chris Lamesia is going to be sitting down with Shannon O'Rourke. Now, Shannon is the CEO for the Future Batteries Industries Cooperative Research. Now, he's going to be one of the keynote speakers at the upcoming OzIMM conference, which is going to be held at Optus Stadium September 14th and 15th. We're going to find out how the company is all about building a vibrant battery sector for Australia. Plus, I'll be catching up with Steve Charles from Bright Group. We're going to find out what makes them an attractive place to work in the mining industry. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Pablo, good morning to you. And also want to say hello to Shannon O'Rourke, who's on the phone this morning. Hello, Shannon. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, Good to talk to you. Now, let me formally introduce you. You're the CEO for the Future Battery Industries Cooperative Research Centre. And you're also going to be a keynote speaker this, I'm so looking forward to this, the Oz IMM Lithium Battery and Energy Metals Conference happening at Optus Stadium. Whew, that's a mouthful. The uh, middle of September. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really excited to be uh, presenting the second day keynote for the conference. Second day, we'll look out for you. Shannon, let, let's go back. Uh, your career spanning some 25 years in the energy sector. I know you've seen many changes. Do you want to just take us through that journey? Yeah, so my, my my career is like a long and winding road. I've been through mining, oil and gas, um, now coming on the other side through to clean tech. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a journey. Uh, oil and gas has been where most of my career has been, and that's the that's certainly come and gone over the years. We've seen high prices, we've seen low prices, we've even seen negative prices, but we've um, managed to make it all the way through. And um, now with the future battery industry crc I've, I've got a career that's moved now into clean tech so decarbonization and climate change is where it's all at these days and the the battery industries are likely to really make a difference in this space now i've got to ask the question what, what do you put your track record down to in regards to the commercialization side of things and research outcomes yes yeah, so, so there's no magic to commercialization but maybe three ingredients you know people incentives and timing. So commercialization, it's all about people. You've got to find champions, you know, informal energetic leaders with influence and drive. And without that, without that core ingredient, you're never going to be successful. The second ingredient is incentives. You've got to see what you've got to make it sure. Um, you've got to make sure to tell people what's in it for them, actually, so they know it intimately. So they really want to make it happen. And then the final and most important ingredient is really timing. You know, there's real urgencies to some of these solutions um, and the, the timing's never been better than right now. And what about some of the lessons you've learnt upon reflecting back? I'm sure there's a few there. Well, um, there have been. <laughs> Maybe I could just focus on one and, and that's really about teams. So uh, in order to do big things, you need a team of people. It doesn't just happen with one person. And, and you, you really can't do it all yourself. You need to create opportunities for others to succeed um, because if you can create that, that, that cohort, then you've really got um, things going. All righty. Now, let's get stuck into the conference. Uh, 14th, 15th of September. That's going to be a Wednesday and Thursday at Optus Stadium. Now, you've got a, um, a presentation called Playing to Win Battery Mineral Processing and ESG. Can you give us a little bit of a snapshot on this? Yeah, yeah, thanks. So Australia is playing a game where everyone in the world wants to win. 
but we hold all of the ACEs. So um, we've got all of the critical mineral resources right here in Australia. We produce over 50% of the world's supply. We've got an unrivaled ESG track record, and we're a super safe place to invest here in Australia. And we've got a winning hand, but the other players are out there. They're around the table and they want to get their share. So my argument is that Australia should um, play to win, right? Not, not just play the game, we need to play to win. And we really do have what it takes here to um, bring industry back onshore and, and to create much more value from our mining. I think we should cue a John Farnham song, Playing to Win. That kind of works at the same time too. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that or Kenny Rogers, um, uh, the gambler. <laughs> now, along with yourself, who are some of the other keynote speakers at the conference you're looking forward to catching up with and hearing from? Yes, I'm really excited about the keynote speakers. Um, here's a quick paste. So there's Quasi Ampofo, um, Head of New Metals and Mining from Bloomberg New Energy Finance. And they're one of the leading analysis organisations across the entire new energy space. So I'm, I'm expecting some really great insight from Quasi. Also, Matt Dusky, the COO of IGO, and um, we're actually sitting outside here of Tianchi Joint Venture here in Quinana. And um, they're producing battery-grade lithium hydroxide right here in Western Australia. They're a really forward-facing organisation. I'm really keen to hear what Matt's got to say about positioning to win in the energy transition. We've also got Maggie Golbinska. Now, Maggie runs um, the FBICRC's National Battery Testing Centre and has a wealth of industrial experience. She's forgotten more about batteries than I'll ever know. Um, and also two others. We've got Greg Sheehan, uh, Global Lithium Director for Hatch, and John Warner. MD of George Proctor talking about the future of battery metals. It's a really exciting lineup. It's a great program, and I believe people can still register online, or if they can't attend, they can actually view it online. Yeah, there's two different formats. You can attend the conference. Um, you can certainly register online, um, or alternatively, you can register for an online ticket. So I think there's still time to register. It will be a great conference. Um, but I'd also just want to have a shout out to the students out there. There's, there are student tickets. And if you're interested, um, you can come along with discounted rates and hear about what's happening in the battery industry in general. Well, let's talk about the future battery industries headquartered in Perth. Uh, ambitious six-year research and development program targeting all segments of the battery value chain. Gee, you got a lot going on there. Do you want to give us a, an idea about your findings for this year and forecasts? Yeah, so um, we've done a lot in the last uh, six months. You know, we're, we're making battery, battery materials right here from Australian sourced materials. We build a centre so that we can test batteries to ensure that they're safe. We're demonstrating technologies that extract more uh, more critical metals with lower environmental footprint, and we're building the training for people who are wanting to work in the industry. So a lot of stuff going on. There's actually far more than that, but that's just a really quick set of highlights over the year this far. And how does it work as a business? Do you set goals for each quarter? Yeah, we um, so we're on that six-year mission to build that vibrant battery industry for Australia. Um, and the federal government, they hold us to a plan that delivers multiple outcomes each quarter. But it's not just research. You know, we're here to build an industry. We, we do business incubators. We deliver industry training. We make uh, policy recommendations. So our, our objective is to try and achieve that industri industrial growth. And um, that's what our um, overall mission is over that six-year period. 
Shannon, what are your thoughts on this one? Bit of a topical question. There's been a little bit of news around it lately. You know, the future, the visions we have for the EV revolution. Do we need more minds to come on board, which means more people, more infrastructure? Of course, um, yeah, we'll need we'll need plenty more minds. I think it's forty times um, uh, forty times larger by twenty fifty than than it is today. The industry will be. Um, it is quite literally the most significant transformation since the industrial era that we are going through. But even looking uh, nearer term, by twenty thirty, which is less than a decade away, the industry is going to be nine to ten times larger than it, than it is today, and the opportunities are just going to be enormous. Not just mining. Uh, also refining materials and cell manufacturing, 35,000 new employees, $7 billion worth of value each year. Um, but the core problem that we're trying to resolve is Australia only gets about half a percent of the value in the industry. Um, and the timing's right for a shift that we do more than mining, that we actually do uh, manufacturing the critical minerals. It's a manufacturing opportunity. Well, we look forward to hearing your speech on uh, day two, and thanks for being on Mining HQ, Shannon. Thanks very much, Chris. I really appreciate it. The following interview on Mining HQ is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. Joining us today, Steve Charles from Bright Group. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Pavlo. Now, we wanted to find out a little bit more behind the scenes from Bright Group. What, what makes it an attractive place to work? Well, we see Bright Group as having an exciting future in the mining industry, and we're really keen to have people come and work for us and join us in that journey um, that we're seeing um, out there. Now, I know one of the, the key things is, is about the super, and that really can help people, especially if they're building towards you know, the future later in life. Yeah, we care, care about our employees, um, and we offer superannuation on, on all hours work, so uh, we want to ensure that um, uh, people are saving for their future. Um, and uh, and be and feel secure with that. Now we know right across WA and especially in the mining sector as well, labour shortages are pretty prominent. Uh, what are you doing to to meet that labour shortage at the moment? Well, again, promoting Bright Group as a, a career opportunity in the mining sector, uh, and it's it's a very buoyant uh, industry in WA. Um, and to you know assist um, our employees, we do offer training and education training for new. Uh, people that want to join the, the mining industry, um, but also upskill our existing employees to give them additional skills and make them feel um, confident and safe uh, in their work. I know that was something we were talking about during during the songs in the mining industry. Sometimes new employees can feel not supported. I guess that education and training really plays a, a key part in that. It's uh, very important that people do feel confident and feel safe when they get to a mine site, and that's one of the things that we do a lot of work on that uh, give them the knowledge before they get there what the work is that they're going to be doing and what the mine site, how, how it is all set up. If you'd like to find out more Bright Group, uh, an attractive place to work, a career could be for you, uh, head online at bright.com. That's B-R-E-I-G-H-T dot com. Steve, appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.